0: Welcome to Let Love, a podcast with the Sisters of Life. We invite you to join us for conversation, looking at life through the lens of love. You are loved. You are made in God's image, and your life matters. Let's
1: talk about it. Hello everyone. This is the Let Love podcast with the Sisters of Life. My name is Sister Annie Maculey. I'm Sister Veritas, and I'm Sister Mary Grace. And Merry Christmas. It is the last day of the octave of Christmas. <laughs> and Happy New Year. And Happy New Year. Yeah, God right. saves the best to last. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's just, yeah, it's a joy to be with you. And I hope you've had a blessed Christmas octave. And the season goes on. Epiphany is very soon, actually. Mm-hmm. Is it mm-hmm. next week? I don't know. Okay, we should
2: look it up. <laughs> it's around the corner. Yeah, yeah, it's around the corner. Feel <laughs> the cusp of that. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh-huh. And, and today's the feast of mary mother of god uh-huh and, and lines up right lines up we did not plan this so this is holy spirit I promise it is the world day of peace whoa amazing Isn't that amazing as we finish this prepare for peace podcast that awesome god he knew from all eternity he wanted it it's god pretty awesome it to land on <laughs> peace
2: cool <laughs>
1: And we were just talking a little bit before this episode. You know, as you remember that today is the the solemnity of Mary, Mother of God. We were mm-hmm. just <laughs> we were just remembering our own mothers and yeah. Yeah. <laughs> stories of their love. It's always a good time to remember mother stories. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's funny we um, you know, we get to talk to our families on the phone every once in a while. And I was on a phone call with with my parents <laughs> recently, and it was a very short phone call, um, just to check in about something and. <laughs> as soon as I get on the phone, like one of the first things my mom says, I love my mom so much. She's like, how are you doing? And I'm like, oh, you know, sharing a little bit. And then like later on in the phone call, it's like, wait, but how are you? And I'm like, you know, like, okay, I think I just said that. <laughs> and then I'm about to get off the phone. I'm like, okay, mom and dad, like, I think I need to go. And it's like, wait, before you go. How are you? I just need to know.
3: Awesome.
1: <laughs> but it's, it's like it's... such an such a beautiful mm. image of a mother's heart is like they they just yeah they see you they see your heart and they want to know how you are. I mean it's very simple but mm-hmm. just yeah it's such a beautiful expression of a mother's love and at mm-hmm. uh, love receiving it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know this, about you. All. Oh my
2: gosh, there's so much communicated just in the question of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, whatever answer we we say or don't say, it's the mother's heart stays on you. Yeah, yeah. so beautiful. Yeah,
0: definitely. Yeah, it reminds me of a story of one of our priest friends. That when he would go home, uh, whenever he'd go home to see his mom, he you know ring the doorbell or whatever, and then she'd come to the door, and she would just say, "Stop, let me look at you." <laughs> and so he he'd stand there and just she'd just look at him and look at him, and then. <laughs> And then he tried to go. And he, she's like, not yet. I'm not done looking at you. It's oh, so sweet. Like, just want to look, gaze upon him, you know. And then she eventually
2: let him into the house. But, definitely. But every time
0: he'd go home. It's, so it's awesome. amazing. I love yeah. it. The mother's gaze. So
2: yeah. And they're like fearless. And when it comes to awkwardness, it's like, mother's like, I don't care. Yeah. We yeah. love you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so true. It was reminding me too of like the last time I went, I went home on my family visit. And as you know, it's like a long trek in the air. Mm-hmm. And this time we, I landed and we, oh, for some reason, I think I ate something funny. On the plane. I don't know. You know, you just shouldn't be eating that high in the sky. But anyway, the whole family got ter- terribly sick. We were no. like throwing up. It was it was just horrible. And no one wanted to be near anyone. Oh, gosh. <laughs> and I remember literally for like three nights straight, I couldn't sleep and I was throwing up through the night. And my mom never left my side. And especially when like I was throwing up by the toilet, she would just stay with me and, and pat my back. And in the morning, I felt so bad. I was like, gosh, mom, she looks so tired. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And she just turned to me without missing a beat. And she was like, are you kidding? She's like, I love to be with you. She's like, this lets me be with you more. It's <laughs> so beautiful. You know, to me, I'm like, I'm thinking of like, yeah, the the grossness of it and mm-hmm. the mess of it. But for a mother, it's like, if I can be me- near you and stay with you a little longer, it's worth it all. Wow. So awesome. It's yeah. so beautiful. I remember the mess. She remembers me. Yeah. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. I love it. <laughs>
1: No, I love it. There's, yeah, you know, it makes me think of another another time. You know, as families, um, you have home videos, and I mean, all of ours are on VHS. And but every once in a while, we get together as a family. We like to watch them, and often there are these videos that we come to that are that are to us very boring. It's like my mom. Um, videotaping one of us in a bassinet swing just going (laughs) back and forth and literally for like a half hour straight all you hear is my mom saying the name of whoever's in the bassinet over and over again so it's like this Monica oh Monica (laughs) Monica (laughs) and nothing happens to the video. Literally the baby is just like staring straight at the camera in the (laughs) bassinet for swing. And we're like, fast forward. So boring. But for her, it's like, wow, my child literally doesn't have to do anything to please me Mm -hmm. or to entertain me. Like, simply to look at them and be with them is enough like I would waste hours on a film just to watch them Mm. and just to gaze upon Mm. them um and it's such a proclamation yeah of this mother's love that stays with that sees that um that sees beyond the littleness Mm. you know and loves the littleness actually
2: Mm -hmm. Mm. yeah that will never bore a mother's heart no no No, you can't yeah you can't actually yeah (laughs) it's so So beautiful yeah (laughs) So it's such a
1: joy to be able to celebrate this feast with you. And,
2: yeah. And start um, the new year this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And to remember our good mother that Jesus has given us, our blessed mother mm-hmm. on this day. I don't know if we should yeah, start with a prayer and s- Kick us off. Sister Veritas, do you, you mind? Would, I'd be so honored.
0: Mm-hmm. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and, Son, and, the, and the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. Come through Mary. Lord, we praise you. We bless you. We thank you for your love for this new year, for your goodness to us. we Thank you for the gift of our Blessed Mother Mary, whom you have given to be our Mother. Blessed Mother, we ask that you wrap us in your mantle, that you call our names, that you show us who we are, that you draw us deeper into the heart of your Son. Blessed Mother, we give to you all our aches and sufferings, our questions, desires, worries, joys, fears, We ask that you hold them in your hands, hold them in your heart, bring them into the heart of the Trinity. Be with us now, blessed Mother, as we pray. Hail Mary. Full Full of of grace, grace, the Lord Lord is with
1: thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of
0: thy womb, Jesus. Holy Holy Mary, Mary. Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. death. Amen. Mary, Mother of God, pray pray for for us.
2: Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. So this is a reading from the book of Numbers, 22-27. to The first reading of the Solemnity of the Blessed Virgin Mary, the Mother of God. The Lord said to Moses, Say to Aaron and his sons, Thus you shall bless the sons of Israel. You shall say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace. So shall they put my name upon the sons of Israel, and I will bless them. Amen. Amen. Amen.
0: Great reading. Oh, I love Thank it. You. It's so, so beautiful. There's always more.
2: Short and powerful. <laughs> yeah. I love this reading because I think it it shows how God preserves a certain message, his truths to give to us through, our, through other people. You know, here he has Moses, and you think of the Blessed Mother and all that he teaches us through her. It's stunning because I think in this message what we see is, God has chosen creatures to convey the creator. You know, it's really kind of awesome. And you think like, how does he do it? He's like, I have a blessing for my people, but actually Moses, Mary, I choose you to convey this message to my people, to my children, you know? And he's like, this is how you shall bless the Israelites. Like say to them, like the face shine upon them, look kindly upon them so that they will invoke my name. Like God literally reserves himself in a certain way, uh, to preserve a gift of himself through other people. Mm. And you think of Blessed Mother, it's like everything about her, um, the perfect creature, conveys something new about the Creator. Yeah, I
0: love that. Mm-hmm. I think it's so powerful. And and you think like, our Blessed Mother was the one who perfectly received this blessing. Mm-hmm. right? And you just imagine this blessing that Moses gave to the people, the Lord gave to Moses to give to the people, this echoing through all ages, through mm-hmm. all generations of Israelites. Mm-hmm. But Blessed Mother... Was the one who perfectly received it hmm. to the point that she actually became the blessing. Cool, you know. She, it's like it, it manifested um, in her and through her. And I was just thinking of like Our Lady of Guadalupe. I just love yeah. that image, but like it basically like grace is communicated just by looking upon mm-hmm. her um, and her maternal love. She's actually like embodying this blessing mm-hmm. in her being. Mm-hmm. And and I, I think that's so powerful what you're saying that creatures convey the creator, but like we're actually called to do this too. Yes, mm-hmm. um, like like Our Lady. Mm-hmm yeah, it's so powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that,
1: yeah, it's so beautiful. And I have to just say, I, yeah, sometimes just my own little testimony. I mean, sometimes when I hear about Mary or have, you know tried to enter into a relationship with her in the past, i've I've felt these reservations or these hesitations because, yeah, you look at her and it's like, wow, there was this fullness with which she received God. and without resistance and how many times in my life have I resisted God you know how many times
3: Mm -hmm. um,
1: have my have I fallen short and turned from him and um, but actually the the thing about Mm -hmm. Mary is that actually you know sin divides and so so often we can think like oh our sins you know unite us together or make us relate together in some way. And, and maybe we, sh- we share that in, to a degree, but, but actually sin divides us um, mm-hmm. from one another, from God, from our own hearts. And with our lady, because she had the capacity to sin, but because she chose not to, um, her heart is so absolutely available to us. And mm-hmm. her choice not to turn from God is actually a choice to turn to us,
3: mm-hmm. a,
1: cho- mm-hmm. a choice to mm-hmm. come close to us. And with that, um, you know, sin also, it, you know, it clouds our intellect, it weakens our will, and it actually, it almost mutes our emotional life and our capacity to feel and to understand to receive another. And that's, mm. that's the beauty of grace is like, mm. and the hope of grace is that it restores our hearts and transforms us. But with our lady, like she felt with Christ, she felt things deeply and intimately and fully in a way that we, we have never tasted. Um, mm. And so things like sufferings, things Mm -hmm. like joys, compassion, those kind of emotional experiences that connect us with one another, Mm -hmm. she felt those the deepest in her heart. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's this beautiful vastness to the way that she has a capacity to receive us that is so unhindered and so unresistant Mm -hmm. to us. Um, It's like her heart is just a wide open door, like a wide open sky ready to receive us. And Mm -hmm. there's nothing that we could ever do Mm -hmm. or say, um, in our life that could hmm. hinder her coming towards us and hinder her receiving us.
3: Mm.
2: Um, I love that. It kind of destroys any idea of Mary being distant. Definitely. Yeah. Actually, she's, she's the closest. And I love that too, because, you know, I think with Mary, she's really kind of like the original plan of God for, mm-hmm. and I think she's relatable in what you're saying too, because there's something in her that we look at and we know, I was called to that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been created to respond to God like Mm -hmm. her. Like there's something that resonates deep in my heart of like this. this, actually this spring of hope where you're like, she did it. (laughs) That's what God originally wanted for me. And it's not lost. Mm -hmm. It's not lost because of Jesus Christ. And she proclaims the original plan of God and she holds it out that, hey, look to him because it's still possible with him. Yeah. Um, but she's forever basically, yeah, like this nostalgic past of what I was called to and the hope of like, trust me, come to the Lord Jesus mm. and you can be with me in this place. Yeah. Um,
0: That's so awesome. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. Like there's, as you're saying, that sometimes there's a fear of like, she's not relatable. Like all these images I see of her yeah. in this medieval clothing and <laughs> she's very serious and praying and like, mm. how could she possibly understand my experience? You know, yes. like, I mean, I think like everybody's kind of favorite saints well, not everybody's, but people love like the new saints, like Carlo Acutis, who's awesome. You know, people who like yeah. wore, wore jeans and worked <laughs> on the computer. Like, it's like that's. But I, I love what you're both saying because mm-hmm. it's like she is actually the closest to my heart and my experience that anyone ever could be. And Mary's ever.
2: always trending. <laughs> is what you're trying to say? Yes, exactly. She doesn't She's, get old. Well, the <laughs> Right?
0: But it, <laughs> I, I hear it true. But it's, it's true. But mm-hmm. it's and it's like she so deeply gets us. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And even though she she is the woman of peace, perfect peace. Cool. Mm-hmm. But it it doesn't mean that she does not understand her source. She understands it, as you're saying, better than anyone else can. Yeah. yeah. And I think we see this a lot. Um and, and some of the images of Our Lady, especially Our Lady of Chestahova, with the scars on her face, you mm. know, um, who, like, the, the image was stolen by Muslim invaders mm-hmm. and da, da 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 and they slashed her face. And then when the Christians got it back, they tried to restore the, the painting. and But every time they tried to restore her her face, no matter what they did, the scars would always come back. Mm. It's like she wanted herself to know that she she's a wounded mother mm. who's with her children. And then also, the I other one I was that. thinking of yeah. is Our Lady of Guadalupe. Let's talk about her. And, like... I mean, the original, like, Aztec, um, what do you call it? hmm A cast- translation. It's, yeah, like, yeah. W- it's like, it's like beyond tender. Like, yeah. I don't know if you yeah. would want to read some of that Oh, we us. got to. We have to. Cause, just snippets, right? Because this just shows how much our lady totally understands our hearts in every way. Yes. Yeah. I love her. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I think a lot of us are familiar with the, you know, the the quote from Lady of Guadalupe, where she's like, you know, am I not here who am your mother? Well, there is so much more to it in this account. Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So I'm just going to read. So basically, this is a point where Juan Diego is trying to avoid Blessed Mother, which is, I think, the story of most of our lives, even mm-hmm. if we're unaware of it. And if you mm. remember, like, he's so confronted by, yeah, a real serious life-threatening illness in the family. And he's like, I can't even deal with another pious encounter with the Blessed Mother because I need to take care of the situation on my own. Uh, and so he kind of literally, yeah, takes a, a detour to avoid her, thinking it's you know, it kind of like a side journey. And blessed mother descends the mountain to where he is, and basically, and kind of like he gets caught embarrassed,
3: <laughs> <laughs> so you know, kind of
2: like explains and 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 honestly just says his situation, of like I'm terrified about my uncle, and I just got to deal with this, and then I'll come back to you. Uh, when Mary meets him there and she's like, what you're dealing with is where I come to you. Mm. She meets him there and actually she says to him this beautiful line where she's like, even when you detoured, I was still gazing upon you. Yeah, mm. You know, that even in our infidelities and our, and our wanderings, it's like just to know that the Blessed Mother never takes her gaze off us. The Blessed Mother never takes her gaze off us. Uh, so however long it takes us to get to her or understand or grow in a relationship with her, She's 150% committed. That's so percent, <laughs> awesome. She's in. It's so tender. It <laughs> helps me. So she, Juan Diego talks about his embarrassment about his uncle, and this is how she responds to him, his troubled heart. Do listen, be assured of it in your heart, my littlest one, that nothing at all should alarm you, should trouble you, nor in any way disturb your countenance, your heart. And do not be afraid of this pestilence, nor of any pestilence or any rasping hardship. For am I not here, I, your mother? Are you not in the cool of my shadow, in the breeziness of my shade? Is it not I that am your source of contentment? Are you not cradled in my mantle, cuddled in the crossing of my arms? Is there anything else for you to need? Nothing else, though, should trouble you, should disquiet you. And do not let it trouble you, this pestilence of your uncle, for he is not going to die of it now. Be assured of it in your heart that he is already healed up. And then there's another part before that that she talks about his sufferings and how interested she is in being with him. She says, For truly I myself, I am your compassionate mother. For here I shall listen listen to your groanings, to all your saddenings. Here I shall make well and heal up. There each and every kind of disappointment, of exhausting pangs, of bitter aching pain. Oh, that doesn't that just make your heart open wider? Definitely, and, and just I don't, yeah. don't know, swing back. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's so wonderful.
0: And I love. I also love too. You 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 highlighted how um, yeah earlier how. Can you also just share that really quick description of her um, that I found? So, you found so moving, but we all found so moving.
2: Yeah, and there's at the beginning too when Juan first meets our lady, his first description of her as she pre- presents herself as this um, yeah. Glorious, beautiful woman uh, that he meets and knows immediately that she's the mother of God. His first description of her is, he said, "She is one who sets others at ease." Mm,
1: that's so awesome. I love that. <laughs> I love that. You
2: know that in her presence, almost to me, I'm like, in the presence of Mary, my guards get grounded. Everything falls away. It's like I can't mm. be but anyone but myself. Yeah. You know that her love evokes the authenticity of who I am. Mm. Yeah. That's awesome. I love Who that. it's puts others at ease. That's <laughs> so great. In the great, Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah. And, and just how
1: she cares for us and comes to us. I mean, these words yes. that you were describing, these saddenings, these pains. And, um, I remember a pre-sharing with you, just a really powerful story. It's, um, about a, um, I think she's a blessed, I, I believe, but mm. I think her name is, um, blessed Miriam, the Arab. Every once in a while, the Magnificat puts her meditations <laughs> in, <laughs> but, um, Essentially very simply, um, she was in a difficult situation in her in her life and actually suffered um, a near-death experience and was left really in a in a cave to die. It's very sad. Um, and the blessed mother actually appeared to her as she was near death. Um God sent our lady to her to actually nurse her back to life. Oh. And it's you know, it's so striking to me, and I remember this priest talking to me about it that you know, she sh- she could have, Our Lady could have come and, you know, by God's power through her, been given the grace to heal her immediately. Mm. But there was something about the beauty of the time spent mm. together. So this, they were together in this cave for about a week or so. Um, and Our Lady slowly was nursing her back to life. And just just to imagine the intimacy and the tenderness of that time together. Mm. I, you know, I can imagine um, Miriam in her heart almost saying like, don't rush,
3: mm. <laughs> don't rush,
1: Mary, because I want to remember you with me. I want mm. to remember this time together. Mm. And this is what Our Lady does. You know, she comes to us where we we need ministering to, where we need um, help at places in our life, crosses, mm. and even the joys I mean, she comes to us at every aspect of our life and just mm. wants to spend time with us. And yes, to care for us. Yes, to tend to us. Um, but to uh, allow us to experience the treasure of just being with her. Mm.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So I, I love that. And it's it's really been an image in my own heart of of her being with me. Mm.
2: That's so tender and beautiful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I, I just, when you say that, I'm like, I know I can get impatient with my healing recovery, mm-hmm. physical, yeah. emotional, I'm like, come on, let's get this done. But Mary is like yeah she's in, impatiently Mary there's no rush to her care mm. mm-hmm. that she's willing to wait and stay with that's so beautiful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love mm-hmm. that sister
0: and then that's the first movement of her heart like right after the annunciation what yeah. does she do she she hastens but not hurries you know but to tend to Elizabeth her cousin yeah. like that's, wow, that's it's right. it's like this paternal solicitude hmm. immediately you know yeah. I love yeah. that it's so awesome yeah What i love thinking about
1: um just this truth that you know if christ if christ has come to dwell in our hearts through the power of the holy spirit in our baptism you Mm -hmm. know and really throughout his life you know he's he's drawing us to the father he's sharing Mm -hmm. literally within us sharing the love of the father um, with us in our hearts so that we can experience his love for the father we can cry out to the father we can come to know the father well why wouldn't jesus also want to share his heart um and the way that he loves his mother, you know, he loved Mary so much. I mean, with a love that was so perfect and so pure and so mm. holy. And, and there was such an intimacy there. And I just, I love thinking about how Jesus would love to share that part of his heart with mm. us inside mm. of us. Um, that, that this isn't like our own concoction of like, let's just, you know, <laughs> go to Mary. It's like, we go to Mary because Jesus went to Mary. Mm. We go to Mary because that's how he lived his life. Mm. Um, and if his life is growing in us,
0: he wants to share that aspect of his heart with us. Mm. I love that. It's his chosen way to stay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. And like to perfectly imitate him would to be imitate how he, like he entrusted himself to Mary for his whole life, every aspect of his life. So yeah. we also should do that. Yeah. Yes.
2: Yeah, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's following the pattern of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Cool. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's mm-hmm. so beautiful. And I, I have to say too, just, yeah, I think even as we talk about mothers, what's coming to me now is just, you know, how much a mother is, I don't know where it's from this quote, but you know, a mother is, you know, as sad as her saddest child. Mm. you know, um, I'm not sure where that's quoted from, but it's never left me because it's like, isn't that true? You know, every mother is always preoccupied with the one who's furthest away. Mm-hmm. And I think especially in the image of Our Lady de Guadalupe, and Mary gives us so much hope. But especially in this message as we're looking at her, it's fascinating the effect of her maternal love to Juan Diego to one heart to reassure him, to comfort mm-hmm. him, is this radiant reach actually, to those who are on the fringes. So Mm. the effect of the miracle of Guadalupe is actually conversions of people that never even believed in God, Mm. people that were like running in the other direction, potentially involved in sins of darkness and uh, violence, uh, oppression and slavery. It's like Juan receiving the mother into his little particular heart that... uh, the grace of maternal reach is actually unstoppable Mm -hmm. and that the effect of us receiving Mary lets Mary move to the fringes of the world and touch those people that we, you and I, uh, who are breaking breaking our hearts and we're worried and concerned about them, but actually it's got everything to do with how we let Mary into our hearts first. Mm -hmm. And by effect of that, she blesses us, she touches us, she's with us, but actually she's going straight to the fringes. Mm -hmm. And whoever you're preoccupied, in your life, who is most distant and furthest? Mary is going to go to them. Mm-hmm. That's where that's where her motherly uh, love moves. It's so awesome, um, yeah. even just to be relieved of that that she's yeah she takes care of those that we care most about, mm-hmm. and to trust in that that Mary letting you in, you're going to go to the furthest. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. It mm-hmm. makes me think of the mission of Our Lady. So, okay, so I was thinking about this passage,
0: <laughs> Yeah, just like, okay, so like this passage we're talking about, you know, yes. like, the Lord blessing us, keeping us, letting his face shine upon us, all of that, like, um, and how Blessed Mother, in, in a way, embodies this blessing, becomes the blessing, and, mm. and in a way, it's like when they, Aaron and Moses, invoke his name upon the Israelites, he will bless them, so it's like they're acting as advocates for the people, right? Mm. This is Our Lady, she's she's an advocate for us, she's an yes. advocate for our hearts, um, for each of us, for all those on the mm. furthest rims, like, every you know, everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, I was thinking, gosh, the word advocate is also used for the Holy Spirit. Cool. You know, he's he's our advocate. And it's like, it's so awesome because they're the spouse. You know, Mary's the spouse of the Holy Spirit. And so by that spousal union, they're one, you yes. know? And I was thinking about in St. Paul when it talks about, St. Paul says, wives, be submissive to your husbands. What does that word submissive means? It means literally to be under the mission of your husband. Mm. Um, and so, Blessed Mother is literally under the mission of her spouse, the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, it's like, and so she goes everywhere Mm -hmm. um, to every heart. And she's so, and Louis de Montfort talks about this, but she's so united with him that every movement of Mary is a movement of the Holy Spirit. Wow. And every movement of the Holy Spirit is a movement of Mary. Mm -hmm. And that's God's will. He didn't Mm -hmm. have to do that. Mm -hmm. He chose to, he chose to eternally bond himself to our lady Mm -hmm. in that way. Um, and it literally, and that's what wow. yeah, enables us when we receive our Blessed Mother into our hearts in a particular way, That's it's like that Holy Spirit and her, you know, this one, hmm. um, and their spousal union, it literally radiates to the whole world. Powerful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I love that sister. And I think because she's, yeah, she's really she's a part of God's mission entirely. She, she's not like making her own promo <laughs> videos. You know, she's not like advertising yep. herself, you know, you like know. God's really advertised on behalf of her in a way, but, um, but she, she can be so hidden. And mm-hmm. that's why is because everything she does is, is a promotion of God and a, and a movement of whatever God wants. You know, she, she doesn't act outside of his will. And so, you know, there can be times in our life, and I know I've experienced this where you can yeah, you kind of experience the hiddenness of Mary and it's like mm-hmm. wow are you, are you there are you doing anything but mm-hmm. just to be assured that God is always active in your life and therefore Mary is always active too cool. and she is always present and um, you know if the Holy Spirit is moving she's moving with him mm-hmm. um, and just to be confident in that and not to feel like you know you're forgotten in some way or you know she's not interested in you if you don't have a close relationship like she has always been there and always will be there um, and there might be times where she's more mm-hmm. prominent or God might be inviting you to to step into that relationship more and ask for a greater share in that dependency. um, But just to rest assured that she has always been there and always will be in
0: your life.
2: Mm, Beautiful.
0: I think that's so true. I know in my experience in my life, there was a time i like, I didn't, I prayed, you know, prayed the rosary and stuff, but I didn't feel like I had a relationship with her. And so I begged on one pilgrimage to World Youth Day and I asked, our Lady of Częstochowa we we're going around on our knees around her image I was like please I want a relationship with you I want mm-hmm. a deep relationship with you and then she did she answered it so powerfully and she gave me my favorite image of Our Lady Our Lady of Ługmiers very she's so sweet, sweet. She's... and it literally I walked into that church in this like yeah. in the middle of nowhere Poland no one knows even Polish people don't really know about this devotion <laughs> she's she's the um, patroness of the lost wow she helped shepherds uh, find them find their way after they were lost but i walked in this church and it was like this experience of walking into my own heart mm. and blessed mother cool, like sister. greeting me and finding me and yes and that like grace changed my life so Beautiful. i would say ask ask. yeah it definitely... what is fascinating
2: you say that because it's like juan diego is like kind of an old man mm-hmm. like why didn't she give juan diego this vision as a little child like we see a lot of apparitions of mary to wow. children yeah but there's also yeah just that he chooses this yeah man with not much of a name He's just your simple kind of yeah, blue collar worker. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's kind of like in some way socially a nobody, but to Mary, she's somebody. he's somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and here he is and he's I don't I kind of remember he's an older man like in his 50s, 60s, mm-hmm. you know, when most of us are like, well there goes the adventure life gone. Mary's mm-hmm. like, no, I'm choosing this point in your life mm-hmm. to come. Mm-hmm. And I'm entrusting you with one of the most powerful messages in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you're at the beginning of a of, of a yeah, Midlife conversion, mm-hmm. you know, it's like Mary has a choice of when, where, and how she's going to manifest her maternity mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be open to that at whatever stage, wherever we are yeah. and to ask, I love that. Yeah, I don't yeah. think of that. You know, I forget to think, oh, I'm, we don't just need to wait on Mary. We can actually ask her for it. If you have, yeah. it's like, Mary, I want to know you, who are you? Mm-hmm. Yeah. How does this thing work? You know, yeah, that, <laughs> it's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I just love what you said about Mary and the Holy Spirit, because I think that's, it, it, It touches on why Mary's so powerful. Mm. She's not just a perfect woman and a perfect creature by the grace of God, but God has chosen her as a particular vessel of grace. Mm. So she's powerful because God has chosen to act through her, Mm. through the power of the Holy Spirit. So there's a profundity in her intercession that is reserved to her Mm. uh, that makes sense. And one of the, one of my favorite descriptions of Marian, again, this this early account, this affectionate account of Our Lady Guadalupe, is that Juan Diego keeps using two words when he talks about mm. her. He says, "Oh, my lady, little and sovereign." Mm. at the same time, which mm-hmm. I you typically don't think of those two things coming together, right? Like he's always saying to little lady, little lady." so she's she's a woman that is approachable, someone that is not uh, overwhelming or uh, too big or too grand for for um us to approach, she um, is not intimidating. Actually, she's uh, she's one that draws us in. Like littleness makes us makes us embrace our own littleness and be who we are. And yet, at the t- same time, she's sovereign. So there's something royal about her. Mm-hmm. There's something um, you know. And I think with Mary too, we can we can think of the pious or the cuddly, <laughs> which is there. But oh my, there's so much more. We're talking about the Queen of Heaven and Earth, mm-hmm. the one who has crushed the serpent's head. Mm-hmm. Who. God chose to defeat evil mm-hmm. with him, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so yeah, just to say that too, it's like, she's both approachable and entirely safe to be with mm-hmm. because of uh, the redemption wrought by Jesus Christ. Well, it's like, it actually reminds me so much of
0: a homily we heard, one of our good priest chaplains. And he had this awesome homily where he said, the blessed mother is the arch enemy of Satan and she will crush his head. <laughs> <laughs> We're like, I wanted to stand up and be like, whoa, Oh, yeah. but I didn't cuz it was the holy mass Good but, <laughs> but inside I did yeah, <laughs> so, yeah totally
1: i love that yeah. well i love i mean you you have mentioned this to us sister um a couple of times which i love what you were talking about there's something about like her her you know she crushes the head because of, well, many different reasons God has given her that grace. But through her littleness and through her humility, I remember mm-hmm. you saying that there was a priest mentioning about how yeah. Mary, it's like her humility makes her slippery to the devil. Mm. <laughs> it's like you can't, can't even grasp up. onto her because she, she mm. knows her creatureliness and she knows that she has been saved by God, too, mm. you know. And I love even the word... Mm. Um, you know, the Annunciation um, where she says, Behold, I am the handmaid of the Lord. And actually the word "handmaid," I just found this out recently, but it really mm-hmm. denotes not only a servant of God, but really the lowest of the servants. So a handmaid was kind of the the last and the least of those who, um, who mm-hmm. served. And they were the ones who received orders literally by the flick of a hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's as if she's saying like, I'm not even just a servant of God. I'm like the lowest of mm. them. So she knows how dependent she is on God and she knows how little she is and that she is merely a creature. Mm. And that, I think, is what brings such authority. You know, that mm. that is like the the Christ child that we just celebrated at Christmas, who in his littleness, in his child likeness, um, in his mm. sonship, that's where his sovereignty mm-hmm. comes from. Because he belongs entirely to the Father and receives the authority
0: of the Father through him. Wow.
2: It's like she's, she's entirely humble and yet she's entirely aware of her dignity at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is the same thing, mm-hmm. Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, what's your – remind me of that thing about the truth of humility. I've never heard that before. You know that talk you gave about like what true humility is, St. Bernard? Oh, yeah, yeah. That was fascinating. Yeah, the true humility. Well, he was saying the Yeah. Yeah, 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 the
0: four levels of love. So Saint Bernard of Clairvaux talks about how the four levels of love in ascending order. First level is loving yourself for your own sake. Mm. Second level, higher up, is um loving God for your own sake. Third level of love is loving God for God's sake. Mm. And fourth and highest level of love is loving yourself for God's sake. Mm. And that's like, yeah, that's like I mean profound humility comes in because it's right. like it's like you know we when we love someone so much we love what they mm-hmm. you know and so it's like he loved me so much he died for me and yeah. he rose for me so i'm gonna love myself mm-hmm. because he loved me mm-hmm. you know and it's so powerful but actually yeah. it's like yeah proper self-love proper humility and mary had that mm-hmm. in every way mm-hmm. she, she knew who she was she knew mm-hmm. how much she was loved she was not afraid to be loved mm-hmm. or to to love mm-hmm. um, and to see yourself in truth because mm-hmm. humility is truth
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah and actually, the, I mean, the, our world depends on it, mm-hmm. <laughs> that you receive and believe in the love that's been given to you, because actually receiving that is the pledge that we give to one another. Mm-hmm. You know, and this reading says, it's like, God is like, yeah, receive my love, believe in it, live from it. And then actually, your living of it becomes the proclamation of my love to mm-hmm. the world. Uh, what a, yeah, what a beautiful, yeah, active love God is, yeah. Just his his sight of our sacredness, actually, mm. that he always sees it and is actually like, no, I, I don't want to go directly to creatures in this way. There are some graces I want you to be the carrier of and mm. uh, your own goodness and your own mm. life. Oh, it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, it's all so beautiful. I love this. And yeah, it just opens up the mystery of this day so much uh, for my own heart and, and I hope for you. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, I don't know if we want to end with a challenge for the week.
2: Mm hmm. It's a great idea slash New Year's resolution. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. Um,
0: I would just my challenge would be kind of two full challenges. One is just to actually read the account of Our Lady of Guadalupe because mm. it's so beautiful and powerful. If you can get your hands on the original Aztec translation, that would be my highest recommendation. That is a little hard to find, so if you just need to read the normal translation, do that. But it's it's powerful no matter which one you read. Mm. So I would say part one is read read that and let it bless you for the whole year and return to it and then part two is i think just to ask blessed mother give her permission to fight for your peace Mm. um and entrust your heart and your peace to her um, and ask her to to intercede for you and um yeah to give you an ocean of the the peace of jesus so that would be my my challenge beautiful Mm mm-hmm
1: yeah, my challenge would be, yeah, I would really encourage you. I mean, I've I've just received so many graces in my life. You know, I look back at the course of my life and some of those powerful graces I've experienced is when I was really faithful to the daily rosary mm-hmm. and um mm-hmm. I remember one time we were I was with a group of sisters and we were like kind of it was like a serious challenge for the day. We were like we're going to pray all the decades of the rosary and <laughs> all the mysteries and and we were we were up um near like this farm area and they happen to have peacocks on the property it was very exotic and i remember one of the sisters um just saying a little prayer out loud and she said blessed mother if you are pleased with us praying this rosary can you let this peacock open its feathers so we can see all the brilliant colors and instantly the peacock
2: I flipped open its feathers
1: <laughs> with this glorious beauty. Um, mm. And it was just this, I mean, it was such a simple moment and God didn't have to do that, but it was just a very precious, special little moment of, mm. yeah, like Our Lady saying, I love, I love to be with you. And we pray the rosary um, it's asking, you know, Our Lady to, to, um, to share in her heart and what she experienced mm. in the life of Christ of gazing upon the life of Christ through her, her eyes. Um and so just, yeah, just a little encouragement um, and a challenge. You know, maybe this year you say, I'm going to commit to a daily rosary um, and really let that be a source of grace for you.
2: Mm, that's awesome. That is beautiful.
0: It, it will change your life.
2: Definitely. Yeah. Watch out. You just have images of the peacock. <laughs> that's awesome. God I didn't have to create the peacock. I know. He did it <laughs> it <is> awesome. <laughs> so nice. Yeah. Well, I, you know, what came to me was really, um, you know, I've always read, you know, Jesus's final words where he says to, to John, behold your mother, woman, behold your son. You know, such a beautiful entrustment of John to the blessed mother. But I, I just wonder, yeah, I, my relationship with Mary changed when I placed myself at the foot of the cross and heard her speak that word to me. So I would just invite, you know, maybe it's once uh, even just, um, yeah, to start off the year to actually sometime in prayer, just to imagine yourself actually at the at the foot of the cross with Jesus and with his blessed mother there. And to let uh, to listen to Jesus speak those words to the Blessed Mother in your presence about you, behold your daughter, behold your son, uh, and 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 watch and look at the Blessed Mother's response to you, and see her look at you and say, um, actually not say anything, uh, but see her response and how she delights at the gift that you are and given to her. So just an invitation into that kind of prayer. That's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I just want to add to,
0: with all of that, I think it's so beautiful. And even just to pray about, there's different consecrations to Jesus yes. through Mary that are out there. So St. Louis de Montfort, I know Father Michael Gately has an awesome one, 33 Days to morning Glory. But that would be something to look into. That, yes. yeah, It radically changes <laughs> your life. Totally. It's, it's
2: amazing. So just to, yeah, think about that, pray about that. You had mm-hmm. a really good one-liner about consecration to Mary.
1: Oh, St. Louis de Montfort <laughs> says that consecration to Mary is the spiritual life. And St. John Paul II said that when he read um, True Devotion by St. Louis de Montfort, it was a true trajectory change of his life. Wow. wow there you yeah.
0: Go.
2: Praise God. So just a testimony there. And if you need to be convinced anymore, I have a proud sister moment. Sister Anne has a beautiful song on her YouTube channel called A Song to Mary. So we would invite you to yeah. to check it out. It's a beautiful one, mm-hmm. actually about about this relationship with Mary going to the next level. Mm-hmm. You know, not just talking about it, not just thinking about it, but mm-hmm. yeah, really sharing our lives and our heart with her mm-hmm. and what that sounds like.
0: Yeah, as a special New Year's present, we're attaching that
2: another present that song.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we won't do this every time we promise, but it's so we just want to give you this special gift. So, New Year's present, we're going to play that song for you right now. Song to Mary, blessed union. so beautiful that oh my song gosh i love me. that song yeah mm-hmm. it stays it... with me actually yeah
2: you're gonna say that exactly yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: sometimes it's like in my in my mind yeah it, it sticks
2: keeps... around truth stays around yeah it's true
1: beautiful Well, so, what it's such a gift to be with you all and um yeah why don't we just close in prayer together sounds good amen the father and of the son and of the holy spirit amen father we praise you we bless you we love you we thank you for this Christmas season to rejoice in the birth of your son, the gift of our savior. We thank you for the great humility and docility of Mary who received him in her heart and then into her womb and bore him to us. So we come to you, Mary, our mother, and we entrust ourselves entirely to you, the whole of our hearts and the whole of our lives. We invite you in to be mother to us, to minister to us wherever we are in need and we ask all of this in Jesus most holy and saving name. Amen. 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 In the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Amen.
0: Well, was so great to be with you all. Mm-hmm. Such a gift. Know our
2: prayers for you. Yes. Yeah, and we uh, we're looking forward to being with you again actually. Uh then we're hoping to open up with the next season, season 13 that where we're at. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, to walk together again actually through the through the holy and sacred season of Lent. Mm-hmm. Uh title and theme to come. <laughs> Stay posted. <laughs> yeah. It's great. All right. God bless you. Good to be with you. Bye-bye. This was Let Love Podcast with the
0: Sisters of Life, a religious community of women consecrated for the protection of the sacredness of human life. Be assured of our prayers and learn more at
3: sistersoflife.org.